Welcome to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and food and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you. And I know that you're in exactly the right place to change that narrative and build a body you love inside and out. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the episode. We're diving straight in today with four hard truths and these hard truths have come from me mentoring, gosh, maybe more than 15, more than 15 personal trainers now, nutrition coaches in the business space in helping them build the foundations to take their online businesses full time. And to be fair, I've seen these like right across the board. They're the most common things getting in the way and there are times where I have engaged in them as well and I can still see that there is probably one that I'm still sitting in which I will be working on myself as well so I'm definitely not immune to these but they're just critical like if you just if you want to crack that six figure mark you're going to have to get rid of these things and unfortunately I think the expectations of a lot of personal trainers, because I've seen what's possible online, they don't, they're just not appreciating the, the effort, the work, the discomfort that goes into building a purely online six figure plus business. So with that being said, let's get into the four hard truths. The first one is you're, you're not doing anywhere near enough, like anywhere near enough. And this doesn't mean or like how many times you're posting on social media. It's the whole thing, your whole business. It's from the bottom up. So in terms of goal setting and breaking that down, in terms of looking at your finances and working with an accountant or making sure you're completely all over your finances. It's in terms of thinking of your sales uh, sales, um, the sales numbers that you want for whether that's quarterly or annually, and then developing the marketing strategy to support that. It is also in relation to content creation. It's in terms of speaking to your audience. It is in terms of the hours invested in actually taking action in your business and not just learning and pretending, listening to podcasts and feeling like you're being productive because feeling like you're being productive and actually being productive are two different things. And again, I said this in the intro, but I think this has really come from just seeing the success some personal trainers have had. And because this is part of their character trait, it makes it look like it's easy because it looks easy for them. But what you're not seeing is the the time, the effort, the discomfort, the upskilling, the failures that go into actually building this business, like the going out on a limb, the taking risks, the trying things, having no idea if they're going to succeed, uh, trying things and failing, but then learning and applying these things. And it's not for three months. It's not even for six months. It is for months and years after year, okay? It's a lot. 
And I just think that there was this narrative that went around about it, like getting to be easy. And it's like, it really depends what your definition of easy is, but it, it will take a lot. It will take a lot. It will take significant commitment from you and a significant commitment that you're willing to do whatever it takes. And the biggest obstacle getting in the way of so many mentees that I've seen is like, yes, I want this uh, six-figure online business, but I'm not willing to put in X hours, but I'm not willing to show up on social media every day, but I'm not willing to go out and ask my community consistently what they need. I'm not willing to ask my clients uh, for constructive free feedback because that feels weird. I'm not willing to sell every day because that feels salesy. <laughs> like, okay, it's fine. You don't have to do any of those things, but also you're not going to get the business that you want. So anytime you say like, this is what I want, but whatever is coming after that, but you, you just need to look at that and go, this is exactly what I need to do. <laughs> exactly what you don't want to do is what you need to do. And I don't mean, I don't mean, putting aside all of your integrity, but I think that we're all reasonable adults and we can understand that that's not what I'm trying to suggest. But what I am saying is you, you're not doing anywhere near enough. You need to turn the dial up by like a hundred, like a hundred percent. I had a question the other day about, um, what was it? Audience growth. And we were talking, it's like, yeah, I definitely think collaborations and networking will help her. And I also said, like, just double your current strategy. So whatever your audience growth strategy is, double it. Do twice as much. And, you know, people don't want to hear that. And I feel like there have been a lot of mentees that have been selling this dream of all you have to do is write in your journal and pray to the high vibe goddess and you'll have this business fall into your lap. It's just the biggest lot of shit I've ever heard in my life. Uh, ever pretty pretty much everyone. If you're not at that six figure mark yet, you need to turn the dial up and you need to do more because the people who are at six figures plus, they did a lot. Even if they're not doing a lot now, it's because they now have systems in place that are letting this all run either without them or with only minimal hours um, of them having to contribute. And maybe they have staff as well that are assisting them in what they're doing, but they put in the time and effort first. The second one is looking at your coaching skills. If you have poor retention, if clients who cancel don't come back, you, you know that's not something that's usual for you. And if your sales rate is like less than 50%, your close rate is less than 50%, you have some work to do in terms of how you communicate to people and your coaching skills and you're basically being personable. Because the other thing that I've seen is, and I think this comes with like a lack of, honestly, I think it comes with like a lack of life experience and it doesn't necessarily mean age, but it does mean being in situations where you have to often work with teams of people or with people you don't necessarily like, like how do you get along? How do you uh, have develop like a good quote unquote bedside manner? Like, you know, like thinking about doctors and stuff. So if you have noticed you, your poor retention, so clients don't re-sign and if they cancel, you don't have people coming back to you six months or a year later, or if your sales are like less than 50%, I would definitely look at your communication skills and see where you can improve them, whether it's courses or just getting out amongst people more, or it might 
might actually mean hanging around on the gym floor and practicing talking to people. If I can give you any help here, it would be that other people always, what what do we want? We just want to feel seen, heard, and understood. And I think this applies to anyone, like friendships, your clients, your audience who you haven't signed up, anyone. We all just want to feel seen, heard, and understood. So if you come in with your agenda of I'm just going to sell or I have to sell or um, this client has asked me to get them this result and that's all I'm going to do, I'm not going to then hear anything else that they have to say or I want to get this client shredded so I get a before and after photo or basically if you put what you're going to get out of the relationship above them, you're going to fail at this. This is not like personal training. There's personal in it for a reason. Coaching. If you have ever done a coaching course, which I hope you have, you will know that coaching is not about giving anyone the answers specifically. It's always about asking them questions to help them figure out what it is that they need and where their values are and what's the most important thing to them. And I did do a graduate diploma in wellness and in that there was a heavy component of coaching. So I think that apart from my previous experience as a lawyer, where I was often interviewing witnesses who just did not want to be there and I really developed a skill for talking to people in that. I also developed that skill in the graduate um, diploma of wellness and the coaching component that came in there. But it's really about consistently just asking people questions and when we're asking people questions and not telling them things all of the time we actually open that space up for them to figure out things on their own and then they feel like they have autonomy in the situation and it's not to say that as personal trainers we do have to provide training programs we do have to provide nutrition protocols we do have to educate and at the same time it's really important if if you're just acting as if there's a brick wall in front of you and you're not listening and you're not asking questions and you're not constantly asking like how does that sit with you where are you at with that how does this sound and have you can you talk to me a little bit about what's most important to you right now why would you like to achieve that goal Uh, how does achieving that goal how would that make you feel all of those questions should be coming out of your mouth very very often with not only your coaching clients but also in your sales calls this should just be everywhere consistently asking questions instead of telling people stuff it's one of the biggest things i've seen and especially in building relationships with people online people don't want to be told stuff like i don't know about you but when whenever i receive dms on insta telling me like no, this is better or no, do this or this is wrong or you're wrong or whatever. It's like, fuck off. Honestly, it makes me want to shut down. Whereas when someone approaches it with a question, oh, like, how did you find that? Or, you know, I'd love to hear more about your experience with that or any of those more open-ended questions. It really helps build relationships. So just have a think about how often are you coming at a conversation already thinking about what you're going to say next, already thinking about your own agenda and putting that forward rather than just genuinely being curious. So if you've noticed those things, have a look at your communication and coaching skills and do whatever it is, whether it's courses, whether it's practicing on your, you know, yourself, whether it's reading books um, to improve those skills. 
The third one is like a fear of visibility, a fear of being wrong, a fear of putting yourself out there. And it's a really legitimate one because I think that what's happened with social media is we're not, we, we're sort of in front of ourselves with being at the mercy of potentially millions, if not billions of people, whenever we post something and people can be completely horrible. And I was just listening to something the other day about a a personal trainer who had received death threats. She was mistakenly identified as being part of something and then just received death threats across YouTube, TikTok, and her Instagram profile. So like, I understand that there is a serious side to this, but for a lot of you, it's, you know, it's not going to get there. And your fear of being wrong, of saying something wrong means you're just showing up with very basic vanilla content that anyone could Google. And it's like, if, if I can Google your post, or if I have no idea the depth of experience that's coming out of this post, or I've already read it 50 times that month, people are just going to keep swiping. So whilst we're coaching our clients, consistently be reflecting on what you're learning with them and then test out your own frameworks and put them out there and talk about them. Like this is why I tend to coach like this. This is why I tend to set my client nutri- client's nutrition protocols up like this. This is what I found coaching XYZ people in terms of their recoverability. This is what I found uh, they're off you know, their mental blocks, that stuff you can't Google, right? There, there are a specific subset, there are a specific niche of clients relative to you and you've done your own groundwork and assessed what is relative to them. And that is really going to help you shine through the pool of people, just a pool of personal trainers, just posting the same recycled shit over and over again. And this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be saying the same thing over again. You should, because you should have a branded message, right? Your messaging should be very clear. You should stand for something and stand against other things. You should be to an extent polarizing. You should be feeling like, you're a broken record. But there's a difference in terms of you standing up for what you believe in and being authentic and open and genuine compared to just reading some notes. You know, if, if ChatGPT could have written your caption, try again, all right? And it's not to say that you can't get ChatGPT to help you write captions, but you need to put your own spin on it and you need to think about in reality what's really helping my clients and what do I, what am I maybe afraid to say? Go say it, just go say it, okay? You may be publicly humiliated. I'm not going to lie, like maybe, I don't know. It's unlikely, but it's possible. People are going to talk about you anyway. People already hate you. There are people who are already hate following you and sending your stories to their friends, laughing about what an idiot they think you are. And on the flip side, you also have people telling other people that you have changed their life that you are amazing and they need to sign up with you. It's just the way it is. There's both. And I don't want to say get over it, but accept it. Accept that there is both. You're not doing anything wrong. It is not personal. Okay. But if you want to build a full-time online business, showing up somewhere online, it, it could even be emails, but you've got to put the groundwork in to build an email list. You've got to be showing up somewhere enough consistently so that people start to appreciate your 
authority and they start to believe in you. And if you look at the successful people online who have had businesses for say 15, 20, 25, 30 years, not flash in a pans that just go disappear, but those people, there are so many of them you know, you can go back to their YouTube channel and you see where they started, right? And you can see videos that they uploaded 10 years ago that have got only a few hundred views. And now they're, you know, over a few hundred thousand subscribers, but they just didn't stop. And they weren't, they weren't fearful of public humiliation. And all of those people, every single one of them says, there are so many things that I've said that I've changed my mind on. It's okay to change your mind. Just get out there and start showing up. The last one is having low standards. And I don't know if this feeds into that first one of like not having much life experience, but this needs to be taken seriously. Like most small businesses fail and most personal trainers don't stay personal trainers and most people don't believe that you can be full-time online and I believe that is because they have low very low standards for themselves and they're creating a glass ceiling of what they believe is possible but if you don't push yourself you're not going to get anywhere so it's like you can say oh no I'm not going to post today because I'm not feeling it Or you can have a system designed that you have a whole bunch of content bank and it's scheduled and it going out regardless of whether you feel like it or not. Okay, so just think about your own personal training. Just think about the seasons where you were half-assing it versus the seasons where you went all in and the results you got. It is exactly the same with your business. And this is not an easy thing to do. Like, I don't know why people assume that running an online business as a personal trainer is an easy thing to do. Going back to that first one, again, you need to set yourself extremely high standards, particularly I've noticed like I've been doing this completely on my own now for since what, July 20, June 2021. And the, the inter- I'm naturally always been significantly internally motivated and I don't need other people to motivate me to do things, but I do have to hold myself to really high standards and I have a few structures in place to ensure that I do that. Seeing my accountant monthly and I've been seeing her monthly since June of 2021 is definitely one of those things. It's it's a it's a good method of accountability for me. But there are multiple times every week where it's like, oh, I can't be bothered doing that or I don't want to do that. And I say to myself, that's just not good enough. Just do it. Like you need to just do that. There's no two ways about it. And going back to the ease thing, it's just really choosing what you want this to look like because I could keep saying no, keep setting myself low standards, and then I could be in debt. I could be worried about paying bills. I could be worried about my living situation. And that's to me, that's fucking hard. Putting in a bit of effort to put out some content, talking about something I am absolutely like pretty much obsessed with in terms of like training and Um, body composition and all that like I fucking love it that's not hard you know being broke is fucking hard right so just have a think about like what are your standards what do you keep letting slide what excuses do you keep making about why you don't have to do these things and why do you think that those excuses or those standards deserve a six-figure plus business because they just don't so this was a really short episode today Um, But I think that these four things are incredibly important. 
if you've listened to this and you're like, holy shit, man, like I, I need some help. I need a bit of a wake up call and I need accountability. We have my second round, second round, third round of Basecamp starting very soon. So Basecamp is my 90 day group mentoring program and it's all designed to help you build the foundations to go full time online. There are four components to it. We go through your success systems and this is all of the back end stuff that you need, all of your trackers all of your data tracking metrics. Um, It's also looking at your personalized social media strategies for growth. It's also looking at any mindset blocks and planning for the future. We also look at branding and growing. So getting very clear on your niche and on your messaging, on what your branding looks like, and then how to grow and consistently grow. So uh, you are constantly selling to new groups of people and be building a reputation and integrity within the community we then look at your creating an irresistible offer and you would have seen me talk about this before but the industry is only saturated if your service is generic and we're going to help you stand out from the crowd by helping you to create an irresistible offer that gets to the heart of what your ideal clients really want and need so that you have people literally like lining up to sign with you because you're the only one who is offering that program or service. And then finally, just breaking down how to launch and how to sell. So once your offer is created, we'll look at how to create an effective sales page that communicates your value and gets signups. But also, what are the frameworks for launching that consistently work so this is one thing that I didn't know for many years but there is a repeatable framework to launching that can take the stress away of worrying about how many signups you'll get we will know what to do and it's also customizable it actually really needs to be customizable to be able to play into your own strengths because that is where the sustainable energy is you have weekly live calls with me, pre-recorded content, and of course the group to lean on as well. And it is just an amazing, it's everything that I it's everything that I wish I had years ago. But I've spent over $130,000 now on business mentoring and everything I know, everything that allows me to have this business today where it honestly, it's fucking insane to me that I can do this. You know, I came from a legal background, so working as a solicitor for five years and <clears throat> the amount of stress <clears throat> and time and effort that went into that job and I was getting paid way less, it just baffles me that I can sit at home, I get to train first thing every day. And I get to do a few hours of work every single day now. And I have three four-day weekends every single week. And it I just can't even believe it. I've, I was t- talking to two people, actually, someone who helped me with my merchandise and then a makeup artist a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, you know, so what are you doing? I was explaining. And both of them said, I think it was within two days, both of them said, so you're living the dream. And honestly, I just said, fucking yeah, like this, is, it is so good. I just can't say that there's anything bad about it, to be fair. And again, just bringing it back to that first point, it's not to say that I don't put in a lot of time and effort and I haven't. I've been doing this, been a personal trainer for over six and a half years now. So I've been doing a lot and I really fucking care about my clients and I really care about all of my mentees. 
and I really care about the ripple effect that we can have both in this industry and myself helping personal trainers as well who personal trainers that are typically gravitating towards me share really similar values in the fitness industry as well and it's like you know uh, a rising tide raises all ships and it's really a huge philosophy of mine in terms of running base camp and having that accessible you know not gatekeeping any secrets here all of my stuff you can see how I do everything as well but the more important thing is not just seeing how I do stuff it's us working together to be able to to help you create the business model and structures that are going to support your strengths because that's what makes it sustainable okay so if you're keen for a base camp I'm going to leave the link to the um, information page in the show notes but you can also dm me base camp and we can have a chat and see if it's good for you the way I am doing applications is you'll fill out an application form first and then once I read it see that you're going to be a good fit then we will get on a call um, and then from there if I'm happy and you're happy that's when I'll extend the invite for you to jump in so that's how that process will work with this round of base camp If you have any questions or if you love the episode, please remember to message me and share and I'll speak to you guys soon. 